Hello, and welcome to the movie room. My life is brilliant. <laughs> My love is pure. I saw oh, an angel. She was watching a movie. movie? <laughs> hey, hey, guys. What is up? It's Nico here along with... Dan Beaster. Dan the Beaster. Pecan Dan the man, Dan Beaster. Uh, That's right. I like pecans. Pecans he loves. He's on TikTok. No, I was actually trying to pull up what we're talking about today, and that is... Almost Famous is what we are. And what is it? A banger. It's a a banger. (laughs) Before we get into this, if you have not seen Almost Famous... Watch it. It is a, for sure, Cameron Crowe's best filmy, filmy (laughs) movie. You think it's the best film? It's his best film? Oh, yeah, probably. What is his worst film? Uh... I don't know. Probably one of his newer ones. I don't, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I quite, what Cameron Crowe's worst you know, movie is. You know, it's like, it's like, why even compare the two? <laughs> <laughs> well, are we British now? I, I guess so. Oh, I can't do it, I swear. That's, that's good. Was it, yeah, it's good. It's not bad. <laughs> All right, I'll take it, man. Don't I know it's it terrible, man. Uh, you, you just, you're just a little shy. Well, you know. <laughs> well, I'll bring you out your shell. Do you want to hear my uh, Irish accent? Yeah, throw it on us. Bring me another point. <laughs> no, it's hey, just a drink. Hey, tell to you. Would you like some scotch? No, that's more like... <laughs> Would you like some scotch? It's more the Scottish, you know? Oh, uh, Lord. I'm from Wallachia. I love Scottish people, though. Yes. My dad worked with a Scottish man, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong. He might be... He was English. Oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> Listen. He grew up with a, a British woman named Avril. And she was great. Hello. She took us to see Aunt Bully. Yeah. No. I swear to God. She was like, would you like to see Amberley? I'm not kidding. Ask Joey. I swear to God. How old were you? Oh, dude. Probably like... It was before my dad died. So like, probably like eight, maybe? Maybe seven? Whenever Amberley came out. Amberley? Yeah. Amberley came out in the 90s. Dude, I'm telling you. She was like, would you like to see Amberley? Amberley came out in 98. I, nope. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I'm gonna... Go, go ahead. I swear to God, bro. Amberley? It's like the animated movie. Yeah. Here, bro. I swear to God, man. I remember watching it. Oh, 06. And Bully. I swear to God, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm she thinking was of, like, would of, you like to see Ant Bully? Oh, uh, no. Wrong. I'm thinking of Ants. <laughs> ants? Oh, uh, DreamWorks Ants? Yep. Yeah. Oh, great movie, too. But what are we talking about today? We digress. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> you know how it goes. If you haven't seen Ant Bully... If you haven't seen Ant Bully, go, go fucking go, watch go, that, Go too. watch that, too. So, like... Four all right. out of ten. All right, all right. Almost famous. That's what we are. It is what we are. Here we go. All right. Here is a slight synopsis for those of you that are interested in this movie. We will go in a little bit more depth, but guess what? Right off the bat, I've seen this movie about five times. Daniel's first time seeing it was today. Today, like literally twenty minutes ago. And here is the synopsis. In the early 1970s, William Miller is a 15-year-old and aspiring rock journalist. He gets a job writing for Rolling Stone magazine. His first assignment, tour with the band Stillwater. 
awesome. And, and write about the experience. Miller, uh, <clears throat> Miller will get to see what goes on. Miller will get to see what goes on behind the scenes of this famous band, including the moments when things start to fall apart. <sighs> Moreover, for him, it will be a period of new experiences and finding himself. <laughs> This person had bad grammar from writing that synopsis, but it's a pretty good, accurate synopsis of what happens in this movie. It's kind of ironic that the person had bad grammar from writing the synopsis when the guy is a writer. writer. Yeah. I mean, maybe he should have done it. This movie stars many young actors at the time. Uh, We have Billy Crundip, Crundip, who plays Russell Hammond, our main character, pretty much. Yep. Patrick Fugit plays William Miller. Our actual main character. He's like, they're they're like, I don't know. Then we have Kate Hudson who plays Penny Lane, the mysterious Penny Lane. Oh. Then we have Frances McDormand. That's right, she's in this movie. Yeah. Fargo herself. The, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Elaine, she plays Elaine's Elaine Miller, who is uh, William's mom. Who's a uh, is who? <laughs> we got Jason Lee. Jason Lee, who is just the fucking lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's the lead singer of Stillwater. He's, he's great in this movie, man. Just putting that out there. And an early Zoe De Chanel. Oh yeah. This movie came out in two thousand. Um, wow. Also, um, for Farazua, Farazua Balk, who plays Sapphire, she was also Vicky Valancourt. If you know who that is Vicky from Valancourt. the Waterboy. She rides in that movie a lawnmower everywhere. And yeah, she does. She also, can fit in around here, man. Jimmy Fallon's in there. Jimmy Fallon isn't. He plays the same guy though. He's always like, <laughs> "Hey, uh, what are you guys doing?" He plays like, Jimmy Fallon in this movie. He does. He does. He he makes a roots joke. He's like, "Well, we all got our roots." <laughs> this yeah. is before the roots too. I know. So what he if he like roots. goes back? And he's like, "I knew what I was doing." He's probably like, he probably like, claims it, but he's like, "No, no, no, no." Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 I don't. I, 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 I don't remember. No. no, he's always laughing though. Like they say, so it's all fake. I got it's, a, it's a play uh, on diamond necklace the other way. Oh, oh, really? Oh, oh, it's like what? Oh, jeez. So this movie it begins in 1969. Nice. <laughs> yes, nice. <laughs> it begins in the scroll. beginning. I think the opening sequence is a bit long. Because it doesn't. I mean, it grabs your interest when it it start it starts with uh what we presume to be Will, Williams' handwriting. Yes. Of the uh, all the main character, all the actors. Yeah. Philip which C- is cool. Oh, oh yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman is in this, in this too. movie too. May he rest in peace. Oh, oh yeah, man, he's, yeah, dude, he's great in this movie though. That's so sad. Ah, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Heroin. He was a good. I'm serious. We don't have to go there. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He's, he's in this movie. Uh, he does a really good. He plays like this realist journalist who's been through it all, and he basically is like, he's upset that Rock is dying. Who? What he thinks Rock is dying, but it's yeah. not. It's just beginning in the 70s. <laughs> Facts though. Uh, it's a different kind of Rock, but yeah, guess. Rock evolved over the years into what it's now. I mean, as it like, should, right? Yeah. It's so it starts in 1969 and then it the opening sequence is probably about 10 minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it drags a little bit. Dude, after watching this movie, I think they could have cut out the car scene. You don't need it like why does it matter if he's 11? <clears throat> yeah, you don't need that scene. Like, who cares? But <laughs> like, it, what? I mean, it sets up, I guess, the movie, but you could you could have cut that out. Uh, but it also shows the the dynamic of the relationship in the family, 
like yeah. the mom and and the and the and his sister don't get along. You could have. Oh man, you still could have taken out the car scene though. Yeah, and yeah, because have the, it cut from like that to in like the beginning. The they're like arguing over exactly, and yeah. then she's like, "This is why she should play a gar- like Simon Garfunkel song. This is why I'm leaving home to become a uh, yeah. artist. That's like, why I'm leaving home. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that. You don't need. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts off with that. That scene that it could have been cut down a little shorter. Yeah. Uh, the dynamic that he's eleven. When, like he was put in first grade at five, I was like, eh, okay. So he's two years older than, or he's like, he's in two years ahead of what he should be. Yeah. Um. He's like, so you skipped a grade, big deal. Because <laughs> mom, I love Frances McDormand's character in this. Yo, she's, she's a scared little mom. <laughs> she's also like a badly a bad woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She. I'm just, she yeah. could get it. What? No, <laughs> I'm not like that. Oh. Never mind. I mean, do you do you mean like that though? I yeah, of course. <laughs> she could probably still get it. She's in like her fifties. I don't know, man. She was in Transformers: Dark of the Moon. She's also in uh, a lot of things. <laughs> That's all I remember. What she's from? She's in Fargo. She's in this Fargo. movie. She's in. <laughs> I was about to say Fargo. No, it's Argo. You fuck. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, she plays this like mom who's overly protective, and. Her daughter is like fights her back on that, and like flees the house. She's like, "You're 18. I can't stop you." <laughs> like, I love that line. That's funny. You're like, "Hell yeah, you can't." <laughs> and she's an adult now. <laughs> and then she'll she'll be back. Well, yeah, maybe not soon, but she'll, she'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> and then it's cool because she, the daughter, and her have this like dynamic of, uh, like basically standing up to your parents back in the day and like doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And she like tries to instill that onto her little brother, mm-hmm. which she's like, you, you, he hates you. I don't hate her. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do hate her. You just, you don't, just don't know, know it yet. yet. <laughs> and that part's funny. And then he grows up, and so that that like long sequence is just to establish his sister and stuff. Which then you don't see her, his sister until the end of the movie. I feel like she's like a pivotal role into his rock journey. No. Oh yeah, she hands him when she leaves. She hands him all these records of the ones that he she wasn't supposed to play, or they're like rebellious. But it's like Led Zeppelin, uh, all the big bands of the the sixties and seventies. Yo, this is so random. But in the movie, there's a and like when he's going through the records, mm-hmm. I forget who he gets to, but it's like listen to this with a candle lit, and you'll see your future. Oh yeah, yeah. He's listening to it. He lights a candle, right? And then it goes into like and it cuts time into passes, it, right? cuts into his future, which is a really cool way to do it. Yeah, like it's it's really cool, man. Cuts to him in school. He's a senior now, uh, but only four years has passed. Because remember, he's two years ahead in school. <laughs> he's fifteen, and, and he's, he's fifteen, senior. and he's graduating. Like, so what? So this is. I'm guessing the time period's probably like. I want to say like March or April. Probably. Hello, Al. Hello, Al. It used to be smudge, now it's Al. <laughs> so, yeah. He he goes, so, yeah, he's in school. We got distracted by Al. We apologize. He's a dick. He's luscious. So, he goes, he goes into, uh, cuts to him in school, and then like the bell rings, and he goes home, and he... Like, oh no, he grows up 
in the beginning, he's, he's not in, it doesn't even show him in school, does it? No, it shows him like in like the bathroom with a bunch of other dudes that have all like this facial hair. He's like, I look so different than everybody else. No, that's earlier. That's what I'm talking about after the, Oh no, well, he's I mean, he's they, watching the he's watching Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Yes, like he's, he's like, like the number one rock journalist or critic. Yeah, and he goes and talks to him, and they grab lunch together, and then he's like, "I'm gonna mentor you, mentor you, basically." Yeah, and they do that, and they have a good dynamic. They do. He's like Russell's this optimist, or not Russell Williams, this optimist, and the. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is like the, nah. <laughs> he's like a realist, but he's also been through it all. He's like, they're not your friends, man. Like, they're going to just screw you over. <laughs> Damn. And he, he's, he was, I mean, he's ultimately right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> nah, it's- but, I mean, we're not going to go through the whole plot, but so basically he goes to this concert. Uh, it's Black Sabbath and opening for them is Stillwater, this up and coming band who's uh, just released a new record. And it's called Fever Dog. Fever Dog. Yo, the music in this totally. <laughs> that is soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a good soundtrack. Might yeah. download it on my phone. Not gonna lie. That song is really good if you listen to it. Like, is it? Yeah, fully. And which is cool is like, I watched a, another podcast that Jason Lee was on, and he right. he explained like it took them like six months to shoot the movie. He said it was a blast to film. Everybody got along. It was really fun. That's and awesome. He said it was a lot of work, but they did six six weeks of band practice beforehand, so they became like a pretty much like an actual band. That's sick. And Billy uh, Crund- Crundup, he uh, took guitar lessons to learn how to play guitar, and now he still plays guitar to this day. That's awesome. From that movie, which is cool. That movie came out 22 years ago. I wonder if they're all still friends. Uh, Maybe not like besties, but like they, no, they probably. Like, hey, I man, think he what's said up? he said him and Billy are still friends. Why not? Jason Lee and him. It's funny they have the most like. There's a lot of strain between that relationship. Yeah, and well, they're both trying to be like the front man. Yeah, and so like that basically happens. It's it's basically a movie about the the. There's two different stories going about. Actually, like three different stories going on at the same time. But they're all telling. It's all telling the same story, yeah. Just in different... Oh, man, that's so deep. Like, Billy... It's telling Billy's story in the band, and it's telling, like, the band's story. But it's it's also... It's telling it from William's perspective and the audience's perspective, and then it switches back to Billy's perspective. Yeah. And also a little bit of uh, Penny Lane's perspective. Yeah, that's the other perspective, is from, the like, the... the, Band-Aids. The Band-Aids, not the groupies, of... Just bands, just blowjobs, <laughs> just just blowjobs. If you get it, you get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's like three to four different like kind of dynamics going on at the same time, and it and Cameron Crowe really does it well. Like it's seamless. Oi, butt scooter. No. <laughs> yeah, he really does it well, dude. I I gotta watch more Cameron Crowe films. I watched Say Anything. He did that. That was his first movie. John and Joan. And, uh... Yes, Cusack. (laughs) There's another one. The Woman. Yeah, I don't remember. (sighs) But that's a really good movie. He makes good movies. He does make good movies. But, like I said, his newer ones have fallen off a bit. Why is that, you think? I couldn't tell you. Has his style changed? Maybe. Yeah? I don't know. 
Maybe the formula just worked in like the 90s and the early 2000s. His formula, I mean. Yeah. Because like well, movies have definitely changed since. He wrote Fast Times at Ridgemount High, which is like his start. Yeah. He wrote that movie, but he didn't direct it. Like, so he started in the 80s. And so I really think this movie is probably it's like awesome. a, it's like a love love letter to what he wanted to be. Yeah. Maybe. maybe like he wanted to be a rock star and instead he went into to the movie business. Yeah. Could be. I don't know that for sure, but maybe it's a movie about just telling people to go find your own way. It's definitely a movie about finding your your path yeah. and going like pretty much like exploring the world. Yeah. And knowing that there's there's more out there than just your hometown. That's like Penny's perspective throughout the whole movie. She's trying to live in this fantasy and William's like, yeah, this is cool and all, but like also there's the real world. Yeah. And yeah. she she doesn't like realize that. She's stuck in like, I love famous people because they're more ex- interesting to me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but they're also and They're all just fake. using her. Using, yeah. They're all just... Yeah, that's the problem with, like, wanting to make films, like, myself, is, like, there's so many fake people out there. Oh, yeah. That'll just, like... Well, now, I mean... They'll just grab you for money. It's all about money. And I'm like, it's about the craft. It is about the craft. And Billy... Man. Or, uh, Russell... (laughs) I keep calling him by his real name. Russell is all about the music and the fans. Yeah. And he really is, but he's also, uh, contradicts himself... And it's like he goes all about the music and he wants to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. And basically all that shit happens and he loses himself. And William's there. Now, yeah, William's there to, to like help him find his way. Yeah. While finding himself. Because remember, he's 15. Like he's going through this world. Like just, he just pretty much gets thrown into this this rock star he, life, yeah. All because he said, "I I'm a fan of your band and I want to interview yeah. you guys." He, he literally named them all. Yeah, he put himself out there and got his foot in the door, and it's like a a telling of what could happen if you just Get put your, foot your in the door. yeah just put yourself out there and look what happened. He went on tour with them. He ha- he like basically was with them for like. It's it's at least like three months. He was a part of the group, man. He was yeah. one of the the guys. He was know? like basically he was always on stage. He was like their manager, basically, but he was the rock journalist. And he goes and tells the story about what everything that happened, and he tells the truth, and they fuck him. <laughs> they do. They screw him over because you know what? That's that's, that's business, what they do, man. That's business. Like they they have no heart. And even at the end of the movie, like there's the ending is when he. Russell feels like he starts to feel remorse of what he did mm-hmm. uh, to them. But this is right before they're, they're like they're they're ending their 1973 tour, which is the what's that tour called? I think it's called the Almost Famous Tour. Yeah, it's called the Almost Famous Tour yeah. of 1973. And like, there's a a plane crash almost happens. Did you be honest? Did you think the plane was going to crash? Did you think that was gonna, how it's going to end? No, I knew. I knew when. Uh, what's his name when uh, William Willie William mm-hmm. right when he was like she almost died and you all used her and he's like and I loved her you know I was like oh man they yeah, can end gets, it like this he gets like a mo- he's got a tower imagine, imagine the he, ending though. though oh man like if it ended like that ends like that and then all you hear is like they all confess their love their love like he said even at the end 
Russell was like, he's like, I truly do love you guys. I'm sorry for being such an asshole. Yeah. And they were like, we all hate you. Like, we always hated you because you always were felt like you were bigger than all of us. I mean. And he he probably did that, but but unknowingly. Well, he, he's probably just like, I'm just living, man. I'm just yeah, doing no, me. Exactly. He's, even in the beginning when Jason Lee's like, and your good looks have become a problem. <laughs> like looks at him like, you've become a problem. Your good looks. He's like, what? He's basically like, you're too good looking. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, I, yeah, I don't like, understand. What? And I don't know. I feel like this, this movie has, plays on such, it, it plays on, it pl- plays on pretty much every emotion. It, it hits you every laugh, heartstring, man. You laugh, you cry, you you like, it's really interesting. It's, the dynamics of it are just, you feel Different. you feel William's pain because you can relate to him in the fact that there's this girl who's a mess that he fell in love with and all he wants to do is see her be happy and succeed and and he and she's like going off with this other guy and ruining her life and she can't see that she's being used and it's like that's a common theme in Cameron Crowe's films damn <laughs> pretty much like the woman's in that's distress and somebody has to go save her that's what in say anything's basically um, about. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, and and in the end, in this one, I really love the ending because he Russell is feeling bad, but he also is like in love with Penny Lane. They're both in love with Penny, mm-hmm. and who wouldn't be Kate Hudson's? She's beautiful, very woman, very beautiful woman. very beautiful woman. And they like so he call he calls her up and is like, "I'm coming to you." Where are you? And she, like the sneaky devil that she is throughout the whole movie, gives her gives him William's address. And he shows up there thinking he's going to Penny's house and he actually sees William. Uh and it and like they connect at the end, basically saying that we're truly a- actually our friends and everything that we went through wasn't just meaningless or wasn't just trying to get on the cover. That's what he's trying to convey that he's sorry. And then William accepts him back because he's a 15-year-old naive kid. I mean, I, I think I would have accepted him back too dude, if he if he went out of his way to, to call and be like, "Listen, the story was all true." Yeah, yeah, that part too. He well, I feel like he was trying to be like, "Listen, I did I tried to fix it, to make it right." And and William appreciated it, which yeah. was nice. I mean, I would too, man. I would have been like you didn't have to do that. <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, but, you but, did. But yes, you did. <laughs> he did, though. Yeah, he really did. He really did have to do that. Overall, what is your score for this movie? Ah, <sighs> well, like I'm just rambling, but. Uh, let me think. Dude, honestly. Also, guys, sorry we haven't, we've been gone for three weeks. You know, just, just stuff. There's know. a couple times where we were just tired of, like, we were working a lot. Yeah, we were just we just wanted to chill out for a minute and just be friends before business. <laughs> so. Honestly, I think self care is really important for everybody, and I think this movie kind of touches on that. We, as people, like the podcast is really fun to do, but sometimes we just need time to be boys. Yeah, you know. So. We'll do a better job once we also have more ideas. <laughs> and we're going to do more reviews. I like doing reviews, but I like doing it like this, where we just basically talk about 
things that happened in the movie and what we liked and what we didn't like. Yeah. So why don't you go with what you um, liked awesome. and what you didn't like. I liked a lot about this movie. The only, okay, I got, can I start with the shorter list, which is what I didn't like? Yeah. I'm going to start with what I didn't like because I want to do the bad first because... Always end on a good note. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I didn't... The only thing I didn't like is that she goes to Morocco and he doesn't go with her. Yeah. No, it, I'm just kidding. It makes sense for the movie, <laughs> but... No, I, I, in all honesty, the only thing I really didn't like is like some parts of it felt kind of lullish in a way. Like it was just like... It was like a back and forth game between Russell, Willie, William, and uh, Penny. Lee. Penny, I'm just gonna call her Penny. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and it just kept like feel like it was going in this like back and forth game between like everyone, you know. And I mean, I like that about it, but at the same time, it's like, come on, like we get it, you know. Like, where do we move from here, you know? I mean, it did that at the end, but. I don't know. Other than that, there's nothing really I didn't like about it. It's got everything you want. Comedy. Sad. Comedy. <laughs> there's like a part. I'm not really going to get into it, but there's just a part with uh, Penny and William. And it's just, I don't know. You can just. You can tell that he loves her yeah. so much. He's just trying to save her. I he's just like. trying to. He's trying to point her in the right direction, but he also wants to be there with her. But he also yeah. knows he can't be with her. I think he's afraid. I don't know. I think they're both afraid, and that's why. Yeah, well, yeah. She she's probably afraid because she has never. She doesn't. I don't know. She's, she's afraid to be real, girl. Yeah, yeah. She's afraid to be real. That's that's deep. It's yeah. true because it's easier to be fake than it is to be real. Oh yeah, we know a couple Ooh. of those people. We're getting deep in here. This movie really touches on everything, like you said. Yeah, it's it's very much a pop culture thing. It's very, very much captures the vibe of the seventies. When he goes to like the house party and stuff, because that was like always happening Topeka. in the 70s. <laughs> Topeka, he loves I it. Love He's on acid. Uh, I'm, going I'm on drugs. <laughs> My last words are going to be, I'm on drugs. <laughs> He's like, I think we can do a little <laughs> bit better. A little than bit better on those last, last words. I love music. I'm on drugs. I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, overall. I would say. What do you think it is? What, are, what I liked, what I didn't like about this, wasn't much. Wasn't many things I didn't like. I, yeah. I would just say like the beginning was a little bit longer than it had to be. I w- oh, but, you just made me think of something. But it was. You can get rid of that. I think the ending, like, is really good. It's it's a it's a it's a solid ending. It could have been a little better, but. Other than that, I think all the characters have very well, they're well, like, dynamics and stuff. They have very good, they have good good character to the characters. Yeah. And they all feel like real people. They could be real people. And you actually feel the struggles of, like, what it's like to become a famous rock band. Like, there's turmoil inside the band. There's, like, people wanting things. Like, the new manager comes in. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. I think the power... There's power dynamics, there's there's love, there's lust, there's struggle, there's envy, there's fame, there's fortune. Fear. There's fear. There's every it does really touch on everything. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's it's good. It's really good. Um 
you mentioned the end. I wish they made the beginning shorter and then the end longer. Yeah. They could have had Russell like driving away like in the cab like he did. And then Pennywise, she says, one ticket to Morocco. And then you just see William Walker. Two tickets. Two tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know what That'd I mean? That'd be cool. And then he like puts his... This probably was like... You know? Like an idea. Yeah. Budget, maybe. <laughs> and then they like cut it to the van driving. And then you just see Russell like smiling out the window. And then you cut it to black. Or you could have them in the airport and she like smiles at him. And he smiles <laughs> back at her. Yeah. And they like... They like walk up to each other, hug, and then kiss, and then it's over. They like, could have did that too. No, no, but that's, but it's, just that's more of a crowd. that's more of a, a rom com ending, which is yeah. definitely not a rom com. No, it's I mean yeah, it's not a rom com. What did you like about it? Everything, <laughs> everything I listed, I liked. I like I really loved Penny Lane's character because I know people like that, and it's like <sighs> yeah, I could relate to William a lot. Uh, but he's more of a, an inspiring writer, and he kind of gets like quick success. If yeah, you think man. about it, and he's and he's learning to deal with that. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't know how to balance everything. They're like, we'll pay you six hundred dollars for the first a thousand words, and then he says nothing, and the guy goes, okay, a thousand, like, and he's like, okay, <laughs> like that. And mind you, this is nineteen seventy three, so a, th- a thousand words. It, a thousand bucks for a thousand words is pretty good. He's probably like, hell yeah. He must be a good writer then. Especially with Rolling Stone. Yeah, and, and what's cool is this underground magazine that he worked for. Uh, was it Cream? No. Cream? Cream. No, that was that was uh, the one that, what's his name, worked oh, for. yeah. But he worked for like the school newspaper. Yeah. But it was like an underground paper and the journalists from Rolling Stone actually heard of it and, and read some of his stuff, and that's why they gave him that shot, which is cool. I like that aspect of it. And overall, is overall, what's your score out of ten? Let's just get right to it. Um, dude, it might be like a nine on my personal scale. All right, maybe an eight point five. I'm gonna go with eight point five. Yeah, I would I would throw it in there as an eight point five as well. Because the the beginning's a little too long and the end's a little too short. Yeah, but other than that, it's it's damn good. Solid film. Yeah. All right, our final total score is eight point five out of ten. You know what's crazy? Real quick, I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. With no no instant fives on on this list of actors and actresses. That's right. That this is an eight point five without, without an instant five. An instant so five. you know it's good. Like that's go watch it. I just watched it for the first time today and it was great. So Would you watch it again? Hell yeah. Would you recommend to the people? I recommend it wholeheartedly. If you want something that has a little bit of everything but also a really good story and a plot, and also watch if, this movie. if you like rock and roll. If you like rock I and do, roll, it's your movie. It's a movie for you. It's a great movie. It really is. It's so good. With, on that note, this has been The Movie Room and also iCarly. Peace. Peace. I you are luscious. Oh. Is that shells? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is it? If you hear his breathing, it's the big bad wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>